Okay, we're on Daf Tzadik Dalit, number 94. Five lines down at the Tanur Abanon. Tanur Abanon, the Rabbi Zornal, you all made chutz to Modi'im. Somebody's standing and he's outside the city of Modi'im. But, and we're asking in Rabbi Kiva's opinion, who says that's the line, but the man's on horses, or on mules, or besusim and prodim. And ye, you know, he's, he, he, even though the normal pace, he's not going to make it, but he's on, he's, he's got his, right, yeah, exactly. He, he drives a, a racing car, you know, right. basically. So to him, he's not too far away. So the question, obvious question is, does that change the story? Maybe he's not B'derech Recholka anymore, okay? It doesn't say that he's Recholk, he says he wasn't on the road. Here he is on the road. Okay, even though he could make it, that's not, that he still has the ptur, so to speak, of being bederech rechoka. After all, he was on the road. Next question: What if you're inside the limits? So you're not. You can make it because you're within modim. You're less than fifteen mil away from the the base of midrash. Major traffic jams. Can imagine. Probably there were major traffic jams on, on Erev Pesach trying to get there. Okay? And there's these big camels and wagons, yada yada, and um, whatever. Whatever. This is before way, so they didn't have the alternate routes, you know, to avoid the traffic. So what do you do? So, yachal lo yechayev. Maybe you shouldn't be chayev in that case, because after all, he can't make it. This is not, you're not on the way. You're close enough to make it. Rashi says, you should, you, you get off your, you know, the problem is, is that you're, you're lazy. You're, you're standing behind the camel, okay? Because uh, you, you're on your camel. Get off your camel and take the sheep and go around. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't let, what? Get off your high horse, exactly. Get off your high horse, and 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 you go and you just go, right? Exactly. You know, in other words, that's not a valid excuse. Okay. Well, now, so therefore he is chayv. That's the end of that little piece. Now, now, like I said, there's a math component here. We're going to learn a little bit. Fascinating mathematical equations here. So Amar Rava Rava says, she saw Alfi Alma. The world is basically 6,000 parsas in size. Parsa, again, we said it's 4 mil, um, and the, the distance of the world is 6,000 mil, okay? V'sumcha derekia, alpha parsi, and the, the thickness, are the, 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 which is, I guess the, he's saying the thickness of the world is, um, is basically 1,000 parsas, one-sixth, one of these, he had a tradition that the number is 6,000. That's what he was taught. And the other, the other one he developed based on logical inference. What was his logical inference? And Rashi explains that the 6,000 he had a tradition on. And he's saying, well, if that's the case, then the thickness of the earth is one-sixth of the circumference of the earth. Or, well, not really the circumference, We'll see what, what he's saying over here. He was thinking like this. We saw what Rabbi Barbachana said. How far can a person travel in a day? 
Okay? Yud parcels, 40 mil, 10 parcel. Me'alos ha-shach v'adon and how much can you do from dawn till nit? Okay, dawn till nit is sun from dawn when the first ray of light comes up till sunrise, which is, we know, 72 minutes. Now, if you do the math, that's, um, he's doing 5 mil out of, the, out, of the, out of the 40 at that time, right? So that's hay mil. Mishkis, achamavat, sasekhavim, chamish mil, is also 5 mil. Nimtza, ovyo, shal, rikiel. What's the thickness of the, of the firmament, basically? Echon, mishish, abiyom. It's one-sixth of the day. Because you're, you're, that's, right, 5 out of 40 is a sixth. Okay? Following? And therefore, he says the thickness of the earth must be, if that's what we're, because the whole, we're measuring the distance. What? Five out of forty is eight. It's an eight. Eight. Well, one second. It's five out of thirty. Ten. Oh, five out of thirty because it's the. Right. Why is it? The, no, I think he's counting the. Somehow he's counting the morning and the night. The ten out of. One second. I don't know how he got how he how he got it. Right. He's only working on the thirty. Right. Five out of thirty, because it's thirty for the whole distance. There's 30 mil that you could go from sunrise to... Because he's measuring the distance of sunrise to sunset. Sunrise to sunset, he figures, is the, is the half circle of the world. Okay? And if that's 6,000, that's how we define it. That's 6,000 parcels. So, and, I'm able to, and I'm able to do um, 5 mil from dawn till sunrise. That's basically one-sixth of the... Of the, of the, of the uh, that's the thickness of the earth. That's what he's. That's how he gets this number. Pro, there's some problems with his math. Okay, so Meisvei Rabbi Yehuda Omer. We have a question on that. Rabbi Yehuda Omer. Oven He says that the thickness is one tenth of the day. Teda How much can a person walk in a day? Eser parsos. Same ten parsa forty mil. And from and from dawn till sunrise, you can go four mil. Uh-huh. Not That's five. five. Four. Okay? That's why it's one-tenth of the day. Because it's four out of forty. Okay? Which is a big question on Rava. And, no, it's also a question on Ula. And this is Basically disproven from this Tanaitic source. Okay, those were both Amoraim, and here we have um, a very clear Torah source that it actually the numbers your numbers are off. Okay, so basically it's a question on both Rava and Ula. Okay, let me tell you to the Rabbi Yochanan. Is it also a question on Rabbi Yochanan? Rabbi Yochanan said you could do five mil in the morning and five mil at night. So basically, what is Rabbi Yochanan going to say? No, you, they, they misunderstood me. A person can walk 40 mil in the day. They, they didn't realize that when I was saying how much a person travels, yeah, I you know I, they didn't hop that a per, when when a person goes starts traveling he gets up extra early before dawn a little bit and he stays a little bit like he pushes it 
in the one days of travel, even after he goes a little bit more. Basically, an extra mill in the morning, an extra mill at night. And that's how, that's how it happens. Now, the Gemara says, proved that you could do five mil. In, and that was very clear that he was measuring exactly from dawn, because it says, which is dawn. And then it says, which is sunrise. And he made it five mil, because he measured the distance. It's exactly five mil. So isn't that a kasha on him? Lo, it's not a kasha. Because when you're running away from, uh, from the world being destroyed, you pick up the pace a little. Therefore, he was going at... Uh, when you're rushing, the normal way of walking... The, yeah, when you're, when you're rushing, you can get an extra... You know, whatever, right. You get an extra mil in, the amount of time, in that same amount of time. That's the bottom line. Okay. Now, right now, we're looking at the world, and again, it, like, to me, in my mind, it, at least, it's saying that the distance from basically the half the globe, okay, is 6,000 parcels. From one horizon to the other horizon. That's what we're measuring, because he's saying from sunrise to sunset, okay, so he's saying it's 6,000 parcels. So the problem. Which is multiply that by four. And that's how many kilometers? 24,000 kilometers. That's, that's pretty accurate. Yes, they had the concept of the world as a sphere. We'll see clearly that they did. Okay. One second. Right, right. Yeah, but. Yeah, bro. Well, they're not, they don't. Okay, one second. Listen to the. Let's get to it. You'll see. It gets complicated now. Right, right here. One second. This is this is just saying. The way it sounds like to me that we're just measuring from horizon to horizon, you know, because we're watching the sun from from morning till night, and we're saying how much it's going. Okay, now, Toshma. Mitzrayim haya arba meos parsal arba meos parsa. Egypt is 400 by 400 parsa. That's the size of Egypt. And Mitzrayim's landmass is 160th of Africa. Okay? Which if you look at Egypt and you look at the map of uh, Africa, kind of... Kind of pretty, I don't know if you imagine. Well, whatever, it's hard to know, but I'm saying it's actually not that, whatever, you can imagine. Africa is huge, and uh, whatever, and this is 160th of that. And the whole Africa is 160th of the entire world. You following? Where is this coming from? This is just facts. Listen to the facts, okay? It's 160th of the world. Now, the Olam, this is where it gets a little interesting. The world, Echom Yishishim Megan, is actually 160th of Gan Eden. Okay? Gan, which is the Garden of Eden. It's not Eden, it's the Garden of Eden. The Gan, Echom Yishishim Eden. And the Garden of Eden is 160th of Eden itself, which is a whole other thing. Where is it located? It's not in this world, somewhere. Okay. Leave that. Okay. The Eden, Echom Yishishim Megan. And Eden is only 160th of Gehenna. That's the real. That's the real big one. Someone asked, "Why is the why we need such a big Gehenna?" Not to be crowded. Larger crowd. Social distance. That's why. <laughs> okay. Which Nimza, uh, which comes to tell you, Kala Olam Kulo Kikisu Kideri Gehenna. Okay, 
you want to give a, a, a visual, basically the entire world and everything in it, including Gan Eden, Gan and Eden, you're, you're basically just a pot cover for again. Okay. Yeah, not much. Vis a vis, because it's 60 times all the, you know, the, all that. Okay. Now, Tiyofta, which is basically a total disproof to the 6,000 mark, because we're looking at way more than that already. Because we already mentioned that Egypt, right? If, if, if Egypt is 400 by 400, and then you're adding on that um, um, 60 times that to get to, to Africa, and then 60 times that for the world, you're already way ahead of the 6,000 number. So that's a disproof. Okay. Tashma, come in here, another proof. The Tanit Relio, the school of Rebliyo says... Fascinating observation here that the entire that the stars are much larger than the world. Okay, and the entire world, entire Earth sits under one star. Teda, how do I know this? He looks at a star. He's heads straight up east, as far as he can go. And the, same, the star looks like it in his head. It's, it looks like it's in the exact same spot. It's still there. Okay? He goes every direction, and this north star is still north. Okay? What's going on? How could that be? The answer is because it's so much bigger, and therefore it doesn't really change relative vis-a-vis. Right, it doesn't change vis-a-vis where you're walking. The entire habitation of the world, Tachas Kochavechad, Yoshev sits beneath one star. Tiyufta, which is also a, uh, a question. Okay. Um, and there's how many stars are there in the sky? There's no, no, there's no measure of how many stars. And if, if that's how big a single star is, so then the universe is that much larger than that. I can't, or whatever. Anyway. So, that's the story. Okay, so Tashma coming here, another proof. Um, there's Egla B'Tzafon, the, the, the constellation of Taurus, which is Egla, which is the calf, which is the bull, whatever, what they refer to as shore, which is Taurus, is in the north. Okay? The Akra B'Darum, and Scorpio is in the south. The Chala Yishuv Kulo, in the entire habitation of the world, we're somewhere in between those two constellations. The entire world is really only one hour of the, of the, of the sun, uh, of the day. How do I know? When is the sun over our heads? Only for one hour. So basically, it's one hour of the, of the sun is already the full size of the of the the facing of the world, okay? Something like that. at five, Kham Mizrach the sun's to the east of the world. Ovesheva Kham Maravitz to the west of the world. Khatsi Shishav, Khatsi Sheva, half and half, Khamomedis Broshkalodam. So there's basically one hour when the sun's on you know full, you know on top of our heads. So basically that's how small the earth is vis-a-vis the sun. That's really what he's saying. Tiyofta, which is again a disproof to what we saw before, who says um, that uh, um, basically um, the Yishuv is quite large, so the world is quite more, larger than the many, it's many thousand times more than 
6,000. Okay. Tashma Kaminir proof. The Amar of Yochanan ben Zakkai, Matshuva Shivasa Baskolos Russia. There was a heavenly voice that spoke to Nebuchadnezzar and basically gave him rebuke. What was that rebuke? Bishosh Amar, when, when Nebuchadnezzar said, El al Bamse of Adam al Elyon. I'm going to go climb up to heaven and compare to God. Okay? Yatsa Baskol, the Amrlo. So the heavenly voice came out and said to Nebuchadnezzar, Rasha ben Rasha, you, you evil one, the son of an evil one. Ben Binot shall Nimrod Rasha. You're like a, great, a grandson of Nimrod. You're also rebelling. Okay? When he became king, it was all with the intent of um, taking over, you know, of, of go, rebelling against me. How do you expect to wage battle Fool, right? Foolish. How do you expect to wage battle against God? How many years does a man live? Shivim shana, maybe 70 years. Fim bilgvush, manum shana, 80 years if he's strong. Shivim shana. And the mighty is 80 years. From just earth till the first firmament, that's the travel distance of 500 years. The the thickness of the firmament, Malachim Chamesh Meoshan, is another 500 year distance. Ovein Rikia, Malachas Meoshana. There's seven firmaments. So you keep measuring, it's 500 and 500 and 500 and 500, uh, right? Is Ben Kol Rikia, Ach El Sha'ol you'll be long gone. In other words, like, what are you thinking that you can't even make it? Like a fraction of the distance to get to where you you would wage battle against God, Tiyufta, which is again uh, expressing the size of the world as being much much larger than the size of what Rava says. Okay, Tanurabana, another fascinating piece here. Chachmi Yisrael Omrim, Galgal Kavua Masolos Chosrin. The world is is the the Galgal, which is the wheel of the earth. Okay, um, is uh, is st- it, it, it's a it's a standing wheel, and the, or the constellations are going around in a circle, and the wheel is set, and the mazolos go around the wheel basically. The wheel moves and the constellations are set. Okay. So, which is very interesting. I'm not really, I mean, it's complicated to know what they're exactly disputing over here. Um, is it looking at, you know, I, I th- first I thought that this is a, a question of whether it's a geocentric or heliocentric, but I don't think that's what it's saying. Anyway, I'm a, I'm a, a Rav. There's a disproof to their view, the, uh, the wise men of the nations. Uh, the constellation is always in the north, and uh, and the, uh, the the northern constellation is always on the north, and the one in the south is always in the south. It never switches. If it's if the, if if we're um, if the wheel moves, so then they should be going all around basically, and it should be coming. So it should go around, and it sometimes be to the south. It should switch. I'm not clear. I'm really not clear on, on how, where the, it, it's like, 
it's saying that there's a, there's a center point and everything moves around the center point, which is like, that's the, that's the question. Or is the, the center point is what's moving around the constellations? That's the question. And we're saying, what? It's not saying the earth, it's not saying the earth is the center. It's saying that there's a, there's a point where, a fixed point that they're rotating around. Not that it's over here, not that, it, not that it's on earth necessarily, but the point being is that they, um, that, as opposed to the, that the wheel, whatever, the center point of the wheel is rotating around them, and they're the thing that's stationary. Okay, anyway, the, wheel, the idea is, though, if that was the case, then they should sometimes be tar, tar, that what was in the north should be to the south. And Maskev Lo Yaakov, he says, that's not a disproof to their position, because with Dilma Kibbutzinu Derechaya, maybe it's like the wheel of the millstone, or Inami Kitzinur Dedasha, or like the, um, or like the threshing, uh, the, 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 the door, the, the door, um, Whatever, when the pin. door, the pin on the door, whatever, what's it called? This is a pivot. The pivot of the door, right? Where, because it's like the, it's it 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 rotates around a, a fixed point. Anyway, anyway, bottom line is it's not a conclusive disproof to the Chachmei Musolam's idea. Okay, Chachmei Yisrael Omrim biyom chamamaleches lemata minorikia. During the day, the sun is. Beneath the firmament, so where we can see it, it's like above, beyond where we can see it. Okay, the wise men of the world say, it's below the earth. The sun is beneath the earth. Okay, um, now, um, now, they make a little bit more sense than our version. Why? Shebiyom, because in the day my yonos tonin in the spring water is very cold. Ovalayla roskin, it's much warmer. Okay, which so it sounds like that you know like it's, the water is getting heated up by the sun that's beneath the earth, which is very interesting. Uh, the water is cooler during the day than it is at night. That's the idea. Uh, Tanya, Rabbi Nasan Omer, Bimosa Chama Chama Maleches. Bigova Shalurkia. In the day in the summertime in the summertime, the sun is in the height of the firmament. That's why the world's hot. and the springs are cold. in the rainy season, in the lower part of the of the firmament. Okay. Um, not directly above the That's why the world's cold. but the springs are warmer. Okay, um, which is I guess you know that's again if you pay attention to the seasons, the sun is not as direct uh, above in the in the winter as it is in the summer. It's like more whatever. It's at a it's at a tilt. Okay, um, which is what we're talking about in the seasons. Okay. Um, there are there are four paths that the sun travels in, okay. And there are there's the Nisan, Yer, Besivan, Those three months, the sun travels over the mountains. which is helping to melt the snow to provide water. Okay, the um, Tamuz of the Elul in the summertime, it's 
going where we live, in, our, in the place where we live. That's where the sun's the strongest for us. To ripen the fruit. That's Maleches Biyamim. It's going on the waters. Kedeliyabeshesanaros to dry up the rivers. Okay, and Tevishvat Vador Maleches Bamidbar goes in the deserts. Shalolyabeshesesrom so as not to dry up the seeds, because that's um, um, when the seed. You know, if it be too hot during that time, it would it would dry out the the where the planting and the planting's happening around this time. Okay. That's the end of this, uh, you know, this side point. I can't really explain most of it, but uh, that's the story. Next thing, Rabbi Elazar Omer Meskubas Azara Ola, you know, just outside the stoop, the 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 area of the Azara, that's called far away. And now the Afal Gab the Matzayil, even though you could just walk in, below Aminamle Komayil, we don't tell him, we don't fault him for not taking that step in. Why not? But Tanya, we learned in a brayso, you the RL. A, uh, a Jew who is an RL, Shalomal, who just didn't do a bris milah, not, not for any excuse, um, and Oshkaris, he gets Kares for not having brought the, the, the Korm Pesach. Why? Why? Because just do the bris milah and then bring a Korm. It's not an excuse. Okay? Just do what you need to do to, to be able to bring it. So what's the difference between the RL who we are not excusing his lack of action, and over here, you just, you're outside of the Azara, walk inside and bring your Korpesa. What kind of, why is that okay? So It's the difference. Okay, there's a, this is a, uh, a person who's Tor, who's fit to bring in, uh, there's a Ptor of Derech and not for somebody who's Tami. Uh, Rav Amr Tanayi. Rav says a different answer. It's a Machlokas Tanom. Ditanya Rebiliazer Omer Neem Arichuk Makom BePesach VeNeem Arichuk Makom BeMaiser. It says distance by Pesach and by Maiser. Same idea. So Malalon Chutzlachilaso. Just like over there, it means outside where you're allowed to eat it. Avkan Chutzlachilaso. It's also outside where you're allowed to eat it. Meaning you have to be in Yerushalayim. And Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yudah Omer Mishum Rebiliazer Chutzlachilaso. It's not where you eat. It's where you bring the carbon. Meaning the Azara. Keman Azla Adamar Abutzal Bar Yosef. Bar of Yosef. Bitemeyim halachacharova omdim ba Azara. It says that if you want to know, is it Rov Tibor Tame? We look at the people standing in the Azara. Why? Who's it going like? Keman Kerosi Berabiuta Shamar Mishum Rebiliezer. Because all that counts is the people here, because everyone else is Bidar Kurchoka. Only the people here in Nazara, the people, if they're mostly Tameh, then, then you could bring a Betumah. Um, or lower Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, Lefikov, that's why there's a dot on the hay of the word Rechoka. Tanya, we learn in Bryce, Rabbi Yossi, Aglili Omer, Derech, Derech, says the word Derech, Shamehani, Mahalach, Shnayim, Oshlosh Yom, maybe he's two or three days travel away from Yerushalayim. You know, by saying that might mean very far away, but by saying he wasn't on the road, anywhere till you're at the destination is called on the road, and that's where, and therefore even just outside the Azara, you are, um, you are, uh, you are considered and that's the bottom line, and we'll stop over here, take it from the Mishnah tomorrow. Scott.